Don't cry for me, White House staffers. The truth is, I will infect you. All through my tweeting, my mad existence, I broke my promise, won't keep my distance. I always say too much, never mind the thousands of lies I have told to you. As for wearing masks and acting sane, that is nothing that I will ever do. So don't cry for me, sacred service. Though COVID might just well kill you. While on my joyride, I spread the virus. I broke my promise. Won't keep my distance. <laughs> yeah, baby. I mean, I woke up this morning, literally, so I know you're two hours ahead of me. It was 5.45. I'm like, wiping the sleep out of my eyes. I was like, fuck it. Turn on the news. Start the hot water. I turn around and I'm like, what, 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 what? <laughs> what and was that, that ad is on. And I'm like, oh, Lincoln Project, how I love you. <laughs> oh, my they God. Did you see it live it. on the commercial or did you hear, hear it like through? Uh, live on the commercial. Oh, that's I great. literally was like, Rita, you've got to say that. Uh, oh, wow. Yep. I was losing my mind. I was like, uh, 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 okay. Yeah. I was, I was, you know what? It's the proudest I've been to be an American all year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lur texted me and was like, or got on house party and was yelling like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like freaking yeah. out. I yeah. mean, it flawless. Flawless. And just the stuff, like, I've been following the Lincoln Project, like, incessantly on Twitter. And the thing, like, when Trump had said, um, he's, uh, he was up and signing pages and I'm so busy. And the Lincoln Project's like, oh, sweetie, go back to bed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. so great. Uh, well, we just watched the presidential, de- vast presidential debates. I am shot out of a cannon. I mean, it's like you just had a triple espresso Starbucks. Back, oh, my God. Isn't it? I could not wait to get on the air and just fucking go off about this. I, I mean, mean, there's so much. There's so much. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, we've become what we did not want is a fucking political wrap up show. But I mean, how can you not talk about this shit? I mean, this happened literally 40 minutes ago. I mean, oh, I mean, yes, we've been dealing with the little technical issues in on the at the Denver office, <laughs> but that's all good. I mean, this fucking shit was crazy. I mean, where do we even begin? I mean, we okay, got to so talk about it. Let's begin with this. Kamala Harris uh, looks fucking fierce and fabulous. Yeah. She her makeup was on point as a woman facing the American people as the first woman appointed vice president nominee. Yeah. She looked so good. She did. Her I mean, I always love that she keeps her smile, which can she can turn into a smirk and she can turn it into a bitchy little mm-hmm. But she comes out and she keeps a grin. I yeah. mean, she was you had said something yesterday, like, kill the mamala. 
you know, and you were saying right. that from like the I Saturday Night Live. That. And I was just watching even for any of that to kind of come through. And it was, she, she owns the debate stage. She is shutting it down. Down. As Rachel Zoe used to say, <laughs> she is shutting it down. I'm sorry. That uh, sounds like Michael Arik. No, it does not. That's Rachel Zoe. Um, I know, but it's like, true. But no, I, I mean, the thing that like, uh, you know, obviously uh, everyone's going to disagree. This country is so divided. We... You know, Fox is going to say that Pence did great. Uh, CNN's going to say Harris did great. You know, I thought she did a fabulous job. I thought that she was measured but firm. She smiled appropriately. Hair looked great. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And, And, like, the other thing that, like, really came to mind was, like, like, I liked her. Like, I, I liked her okay. Like, I was like, okay, I like her. You know, and when I first saw her speaking, when she accepted the or not accepted the nomination, but when Joe Biden asked her to be his running mate, I was like, I started to like her a little more, mm-hmm. and then a little more, and it's been been for me kind of like what I hope it's been for a lot of people, my family included, Hello. that you watch her, and after seeing something like that, I'm like, I fucking love her, like I was really impressed with her command of the language and. You know, the, how knowledge. she approached the topics and how she rebutted what he said and was measured. And I, I just I thought she did phenomenal. And I, I was very proud. And she, I think she did show what it would be if something happened to Joe Biden, that she showed that she could be the president. I think that that really came across. Yeah, it really came across. And they're literally, if you were going to compare plan to plan between what the two of them said, she discussed plans right the whole entire time correct it yeah. was she exactly she was poised she was smart she looked at him and i loved you know and it all came from reclaiming my time and she's like i am speaking right i yes. am speaking yeah and i appreciate that because you know and i knew the first time pence started to open his his chicken lips yeah you know when she was speaking <laughs> that's what they they were he was completely prepped to do that and, you know, interrupt, interrupt. We're not going to have it like it was last week, but, you know, kind of get, try and get in there. Yeah. And she just, she didn't have it. And she just, she speaks, I mean, she just, she speaks fabulously. I love she is a debater and she is, she's just smart. Well, and she's her a prosecutor. I mean, you can't go up against it. Right. that. Right. Um, it was Really, it was great. I said a couple of the lines that I wrote down that I thought were great is when she talked about the measure of how well the country is doing and how, you know, Joe Biden measures it by, you know, the health and welfare of the people. And, you know, she's like, Trump measures how well the country is, but how rich his friends are getting. Like, um, or rich people. How well pe- the rich, rich people are doing. Yeah, right. Other rich people are doing. I was like, that was really great. It was really great. Um, and when she made points like that, yeah. she made them so that people that were listening yes. and watching understood yes. and heard it. She didn't convolute anything. No. She took very professional jabs. That's right. Tax bills that allow corporations to go offshore to do their business. Right. I'm like, see, this is the kind of lines that, like what you just said, like any dumb hillbilly can understand. And I'm a hillbilly, so I can say that. <laughs> I'm <kind> um, hillbilly. <laughs> you kind of are too, yeah. 
<laughs> I am. That's true. <laughs> um, whenever she was like, when talking, she was talking about um, Obamacare, which I'm kind of like, I'm like, I don't really understand. I'm like, I'm. This is like so deep in like legislation, and like I will freely admit, I have no fucking idea what they're talking about when it comes to healthcare. I've always had a job where I have healthcare. I know there's people who don't, and that there's a huge contentious issue with Obamacare and the fact that people have been forced to buy coverage. I, I know there's a lot of, you know, arguments for and against. I I am not trying to be an expert, but I do like again the way she presented the argument. If you are such and such, they are coming for you. If you are such and such, they're coming for you. They're coming for you. If you have, if you caught COVID, that's a pre-existing condition that they're going to eliminate, and they're coming for you. It's it like, was fabulous. It was common sense and down to earth. Like, how can you not listen to that and understand they're coming for you? And when she introduced when she was like, I serve on the Senate in the, uh, you know, in the security, what was it? The, um, international, the security. Right. She uh, gets, she gets confidential information. So, right. I, but when she said, I sit on that, I sit on the judiciary, I sit on this in the Senate. Like I'm in this, I'm listening. Oh yeah. This is where I work in the Senate. Right. So I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think she did a great job for bringing up the whole the vet the vets and what trump has had to say yeah about veterans mm-hmm. that was I, great she, i yeah it was really she was really great yeah i she, think she but they, she does really well they really appeal to smart. they really appeal to people when I, she just squeezed this in at the end when they were talking about uh, police reform and uh, reforming prisons, when she said that they will decriminalize marijuana and expunge the records of people who have been convicted with for marijuana uh, possession or convictions, I was like, oh, my God, that's huge. Like, come that's on. That's really huge. Yeah. I mean, do we need to talk about the most famous fly that has ever lived? Um, <laughs> I mean, we do. A so, fly. And then, I mean, he's so full know... of shit that a fly is landing on him. So... <laughs> Two things that I immediately went to Twitter and found, and it was killing me, was that they were like, a fly landed on Mike Pence's head while he was speaking about racial I know. injustice. While he was lecturing and, her about racism. I know. And then, you know, this, oh, gosh, I got to give credit. So he said, um, oh, shit, where is it? Oh, it's right here. No, it's the next one. Sorry. Right, so he was going on about, so yeah, like he's going on about lecturing her about black supremacy, or white supremacy and Black Lives Matter, and it's like, how long did it sit there? Like, like, like a two, minute, like a, st- it was stuck, minutes. it was stuck in its hair, in I his hair. know, I mean, what is he thinking right now? Oh, he is just destroyed. And you know she saw it, right? You know oh, she yeah. saw it. it was it. on her side. Oh, I know, and you know she was sitting so there looking at it. So she was looking right at it. I was, there, there's a picture right there. Of her I was wondering... Like, I was wondering if she was going to say, like, uh, Mr. Pence, with all due respect, you know, I think that you should know there's a fly in your hair, but she didn't. And I was like, thank God. Let it just fucking sit there. Fuck the piece of shit. It's so it's like fly lands on Mike Pence during his race relations answer. And then someone tweets, that fly is Mike Pence's only black friend. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's and true. And then they're like... And then the Daily Show. If this happened to Trump, he'd deduct it for seventy thousand dollars. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. The fucking fly flies land on shit on his head. Like, it's, I thought it was a fly in my house that landed on the screen. <laughs> on TV. I and know. I like, and then he moved, and the fly moved too. And I was like, oh my god, it's on him. Read- I know. And then I was like, maybe it's not a fly. Maybe it's Lint. But Rita saw it land. Rita goes, oh, my God, a fly just landed on his head. I know. And I, turned around and I pulled up my phone so fast so I could take pictures of it, even though it's going to be all, it's uh, already right. everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? I just was dying laughing. And how it's like, well, there's your God. He yeah. spoke. Flies land on pieces of shit. Uh, and the only thing anyone's going to remember from what came out of your mouth they're not because a fly landed on your head and was stuck there in your hairspray yeah. for one solid minute. Yeah. I mean, no <laughs> one is going to remember a fucking thing that he said. I, have, I can't remember anything. Except I just it was, remember that they didn't put any chapstick on his white pasty lips. <laughs> oh, I know. He looked like a corpse. And if you kept if you looked at his left eye when he would look to the yeah. right at her, the mm. corner of it was like it had like blood or like something like welling up in it. I don't know. It looked like not right. Like it was bloodshot. Like it was somebody had posted. What's wrong with Mike Pence's left eye? Yeah, it something it was, was the uh, devil eye. If something was wrong, I mean, and there were of course people <laughs> speculating that he has COVID and that we just don't know it yet, which very well could be true. It could be. Could be very well true. I thought it was great. I thought she did a great job. I mean, it was the presidential debate. We will not see. Yeah, I think so. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this translates to uh, the next presidential debate, which will be uh, the town hall format in Miami with Trump and Biden, and see if Trump is going to be like more measured, like she was, like he was. I mean, I have to give both of them credit, although he just goes on and on, and everything he says is so boring. But if you're one of his fans, fine. But like, you know, they both let each other talk. They stepped a little bit on they each other. They have their little ding 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 ding. But yeah, that that was that was what, what a that debate was, is supposed okay. to be. Oh, meaning like <laughs> What's ding 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 ding. Like he kind of jabbed while she was talking oh, or he kind of right. talked yes, over. Yes, there was yes. a little bit and that's common. <laughs> right. That was ding ding ding. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm looking at Heidi on Zoom and she's going, they both had ding. she does this thing. Ding 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 ding. And I'm like, what they danced? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> You should know me well enough that that meant that he jabbed her a little. But they were just little ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, there was really I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, and then like, of course, that that the d- d- performance tonight completely probably knocked off the stage. The fact that Trump, you know, the whole thing with him leaving the hospital and going to the hospital last weekend. I mean, uh, that happened d- last week. That happened. He came home. 48 hours ago. Yeah. Like literally he was gasping for air dying on the balcony. I know. Don't I know. Wouldn't it be great if he died and his last Don't cry for me White House staffers. I know. But wouldn't it be great if he died and his last words were I can't breathe? I mean yeah. how fucking ironic would that be? <laughs> that would be pretty fucking amazing. My heart, I mean that would make me really happy. Oh, I know. I mean it's so horrible like, to wow. say that, but you know Come on. I mean, Trump well, is the heard... one. He He's the one who tweeted that. I have it right here. He tweets that uh, the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat. God. But so we're now all supposed to turn around and like 
wish him well. <sighs> like, I don't understand these people, like, during all of that, that were going on and on about how, you know, be, you know, we should be sweet. We should be nice. We don't want anything bad to happen to anyone, which I'm like, okay, fine. I guess you're supposed to say that. But at the same time, you have, like, Rachel Maddow going, God bless the president and the first lady. If you pray, please pray for their speedy and complete recovery for, for, and for everyone infected everywhere. This virus is horrific and merciless. No one should wish its wrath on anyone. We must get it spread in control. I'm like, what, why are you gushing and gushing on and on about praying for them, Rachel? And pray. Yeah, Rachel. And what the fuck? Get Rachel. A grip. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like, what are you, uh, why are you feeding into that? Right. I did think at one point, though, I wrote down, um, when Mike Pence was talking about the president having COVID, I, uh, when he was talking about all of the prayers and he was so thankful, I was like, is he going to try and shed a tear? Who, Joe? No, Pence. Oh, God. Because he was like, oh, my God, the president is so thankful and we're all so thankful for all of your prayers. And I'm like, oh, my God, push that tear out. Oh, push God, it. that would not be good. That would be bad. I know, it would have been great. Well, it goes right along with I was. I did think about, remember, um, at the RNC last year, or not, sorry, last year in 2016, when they introduced Mike Pence and Trump kissed him on the forehead. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, Lur and I were looking at Trump when he hugged that flag the other day. I mean, this guy's fucking crazy. It's hilarious, it's crazy. the shit that happens every day. Um, if he weren't the leader of our country, if he weren't the president. I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday on my walk. I'm like, the amount... Of shit that I've made fun of watching other leaders and the dumb shit that they do. I'm like, this is what everybody is doing to us right now. Just right. daily, just glued and laughing. Like, how can you not? Right. Yeah. Um, show. Yeah. I mean, like, there was a lot of memes. I mean, of course, the internet just went fucking crazy. Like, a couple of really good ones that I pulled and I'm were. I'm so excited. I'm working from home tomorrow so I can just watch it. Yeah. Um, Looks like RBG successfully argued her hearing with the Lord. <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> I, didn't see that. I thought that was really clever. Uh, <laughs> someone posted. Someone posted this picture of him. It's that very famous picture of him and uh, Trump Tower with Melania, like all dressed up, and Baron is on that lion. This picture. You've seen it a thousand times and all the gold and everything. <laughs> yeah. And it says at the top, "How will we know if he's lost, he's lost his sense of taste?" <laughs> <laughs> because every little thing in the picture is horrible. I mean, I mean, except for everything. Baron. I mean, that poor thing. He doesn't deserve to, be, to have anything said like that about him. But everything else does. Everyone else does. Melania and Trump. Think about that kid. Oof. Yeah, it's really hard to hear you, girl. I mean, it's real hard. I'm Just literally like eating the microphone. Yeah. Um, and then, like this one, I thought was interesting. Like someone put this. I don't know who this fucking guy is. I looked him up, but he's kind of like a nobody. John Camo, he wrote on September 18th, 2020, tweeted, Trump's October surprise will be the announcement of his infection. Fake, but quite dramatic. September 18th, okay? The okay. twist will blow Biden off the screens. The Trump, the Trump COVID watch dominating every minute of the day. Then 14 days later, Trump will emerge 100% cured by hydroxychloroquine. So not all of that came true, but I was like, wow, this guy, like, kind of got it. I mean, it's not hydroxychloroquine. I mean, it was, it was remdesivir. But 
and it wasn't 14 days later. It was two days later. But, you know, we still have some time to go because just FYI, the the timeline that um, Herman Cain followed was this. June 24th, he attends a Trump rally mask list. 7-2, July 2nd, he tests positive. July 10th, he says he's improving. So that was, that was like uh, 16 days after he says he's improving. Set July 15th, says his doctors seem happy. Again, this is all accelerated, but you know Trump in Trump world. Mm-hmm. July 27th, says he's getting really, really getting better, and on July 30th, he does. Dies. So, you know, Trump thinks he's out of the woods and everything, but he is not. You're kind of not, dude. And just like what you said a while ago, when he was on the balcony gasping. When he got out of that helicopter, that was pretty fucking scary. Yeah, you know, I don't know how long he was out there, but he ran to he that did. oxygen machine. He did. He did. He was like, get me fucking on that air right now. I know. I'm dying. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's really interesting, too, because because they are just like speeding everything up and all of this bullshit this fake this show that they're putting on like he's getting better and then he's beat it and like him saying like hey people it's fine right this is better it's easier than the flu which thank you facebook and twitter right for pulling that down or i don't think they pulled it down but they, they just did say the, this is wrong yeah they put the the disclaimer on the it disclaimer which i thought was great it, which was great but i just am like is this it's it's it becomes where I was like the other day, I was so I was like falling into that depression, and I'm like, wait, this is absolutely comical, right? Like it is, this is a joke, and I think what's happening. So a, a statistic that I heard tonight, right before the debate, which was great, at this time in 2016, 75,000 people had early voted. Today, as many as five million people have already early voted. Oh yeah. Which is nothing. It's huge. But I know I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. But seventy five thousand to five million. Right. That's great. And either side, like it's like we keep saying, exercise your vote to right your right to vote on either side. Yeah. I think that for the um for the town hall, Trump's gonna have to come out in like a boy in the plastic bubble. He's gonna come out or like in <laughs> yeah. a, um like one of those things that on to buy for the river. Yeah, who did that on RuPaul's Drag Race? Was yeah. it uh, Shangela? Shangela, yeah. And she walked out in that bo- in that big right. ball. <laughs> this guy says, "Cheer up, Mr. President." Herman Cain got COVID and died, but he's still managing to tweet. <laughs> and like he's dead, and he's because that was the whole thing, you know. Is his Twitter account still just like going like crazy? Someone's still tweeting for him. I thought that was good. And I of course, did you hear that? Like, tweets, exp- Twitter accounts don't die after oh, yeah. people die. Right. Um, yeah, the Chinese president, I don't know if you heard this, uh, it came out that the Chinese uh, president called it the White House virus. Oh. Yeah. When did he say that? He called it the White House virus. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> he really didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I knew right then, looking at your face, you were fucking with me. I but know, yeah. That would be really funny if he did. It'd be fucking great. Although D- Jake Tapper did say when he was watch when he was doing the like commentary of Trump getting off the helicopter, he did go. He goes, "This is not such and such, whatever." He goes, "This is the virus returning to the White House," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't oh, no. think Jake Tapper meant to say that. But it's kind of but, a fitting. <laughs> it's completely fitting. Yeah. I like Jake. Uh, he kind of annoys me sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes he gets them out. I yeah. mean, so I think, you know, I've watched them all. Like, literally, I should just call them up and have them for dinner. I've seen them all, like, for nine months, yeah. ten months now. Yeah. In I mean, set, all it, day. Howard Stern said this, but, you know, science is what, it, what created the vaccine that you're you're talking about, and you want to sit around and don't believe in science, but like if it weren't for scientists, you wouldn't have that vaccine. If you would have gotten sick in June, you would be dead. Like it is because of science you are a, be a, you're able to stay alive. And then he wants to sit at that uh, and meet with those firefighters that I played a couple of shows ago and say to them, "Well, science doesn't know anything. Like you're alive because of this, dude. Like." Forget about the politics and who you like or don't like. Like, how can you sit there and say how great it was the med- the medicine we have and the, the, what we've developed if it weren't for science? That's the reason we have it. Well, but you, he's the king of contradictory. Oh, it's just contradiction. Pardon me. And you know that, it, and it doesn't matter. He will open his mouth and say anything. He will contradict himself. He will lie. It just yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, there's a Yay. ton of stuff that came out. I mean, it's just, it's exhausting to go through it all. This girl yeah, goes, Trump 2020? Mm. Trump 2020, 20, <laughs> 1946 to 2020? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we are going down the road of Trump hating, but you know, it's hilarious. Um, but I do like this, that, uh, who was it? They're like, okay, you know, you don't wish someone dead. But you don't have to care if they die. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't have to care if they die. Well, he wished, he said, only the only dem- good, good, good Democrats, Democrats are dead, dead Democrats. ones. So, you know, well, why am I, am I supposed to be, that's the whole Michelle Obama thing. Go high. I don't, I'm done going high. I'm, I'm done. High. I don't give a fuck about going it's high. I'll get man. high, but I don't <laughs> go high. I heard a uh, Trump supporter say today, they're like, He's working so hard. Like, all he does is work, work, work. Like, that's the reason he's so great and he's so successful, is he just works. Whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I can't, I'm yeah. not in, I'm not in an, in an environment <laughs> to run my mouth. Right. But I was just like, thinking about it, I'm like, that's what you see. That's what you see. Yeah. And I that's do. what you believe. Like, how. How is it that you and I can are on absolute opposite spectrums of what is seen out of this man? I, I don't. I don't get it. I just I cannot figure it out. And it might be exactly how it's like. It's how you're. It's how you're raised. I guess, but, uh, but I told maybe you last not, time. But like you, I know. I wasn't raised like that. I just wasn't. Like I was raised with like common sense, and I, they, you know. The people who mm-hmm. raised me, I just don't get it. I really just, I really, I really can't figure it out. I've tried. And I've told you, like, I don't let it get in the way of my relationship right. with my family. But, like, I, it's just weird. It's weird. It's just weird. So It is weird. 
And on that note... Um, yeah, I mean, we got to get away from the whole fucking vortex. But, I mean, <laughs> you have to talk about this shit. Like, yeah, it's just like, it's crazy. I mean, it's just fucking crazy. you got to just get the tow rope and just go along for the ride because... You never this fucking is history, know. and this right. We are twenty-seven days out of literally the most important election in this country's history, right? And why? And I and I understand the question about packing the Supreme Court, but to me, the answer to that, when he says, "If you win, you're going to pack the Supreme Court," that that if they win, they have to get the Senate and the House, or at least the Senate, to pack the Supreme Court. So why isn't the answer? I can't answer that question because I don't know what the votes are going to be the in the outcome Senate. of this election. Right. Like that is such a, such a hypothetical. I'm not answering it because it's impossible to answer because if there's no Senate, just like what happened with Obama, Obama would have put someone on the seat had he had the Senate. So therefore right. he didn't. So if I don't know how, if I'm going to have the Senate or not, I cannot answer your question. I did love when she was like, do you want to talk about packing the court? Yeah, I know. Not, I was not one black judge. Right. Not one. Not one. And I was just like, and it's a, mm, and a, that's the first time I had heard that. I was like, damn. Yeah. I mean, I do. I look at Mike Pence. I mean, you know, there's a lot of speculation and, you know, I really can't sit here and say with any fact behind it that, you know, Mike Pence is gay. Like, whatever, it's all this, you know, it, it, he's got all the hallmarks of being a suppressed gay man. Yes. And I couldn't help but just when I was looking at his face and how miserable he is in and every public appearance appearance yeah i just keep thinking about how the reason he is so miserable is because he has lived a life that has been unfulfilled because he has not been able to be his true self and i really think that's the root of all of this these p- people like lindsey graham mitch mcconnell all these people that have all these homophobic feelings it's completely the problem and he i think is the perfect picture of that he has led a life that's unfulfilled i mean he calls his wife mother mother, mother. what a mm. fucking twisted He's sad. fucking he lo- it's like the second they came out tonight both fresh makeup i was like she looks alive oh i know he looks Her, dead he looked dead he looked like <laughs> a corpse he did. she looked alive and ready and young right it just it was great and he just looked like Oh, oh, totally. Oh, it's just awful. I'm like, oh, he's sad. Yeah, it was. It was a conversion little, therapy. Conversion because therapy. Because he had to go through it. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? Isn't mm-hmm. that isn't that great? We're gonna have conversion therapy because Mm-mm-mm. he has not been able to come out. He didn't have the balls, or his family would you know said they were gonna disown him or and preach to him through that fucking stupid book they love to worship that. God wasn't going to love him, so he's not been able to live his fucking full life. Mm. Fucking piece of shit. So sad. Yeah. It's so sad on so many levels. Right. And on that happy note. All right. Let's switch it up, people. Switch it up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, because, um, yeah, just like I did, we got to fix your microphone because it's like it's it's bad. Um, no, like, we're going to yeah, try to power right through this. We've got some major technical difficulties here. Heidi has tinkered and Hello, diddled no. around with her equipment once again. She's looking at me like she wants to kill me. <laughs> she says she didn't do anything, which I actually believe. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, on purpose. I was just like, shut it all down. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's fine. If you just did something, it helped a little bit. But we'll work through these technical problems. We're professionals. 
This is our, I don't know, 10th or 12th, 13th show. We're moving For, right like along. 15th, 13th, 14th, 15th, I think. Yeah. All right. Let's hit it. What week are we on? Week number five. Okay, baby. I think I need some results. I need scores. I need I've predictions. I've got my week four results. Okay. So I didn't do as well this week on my picks, people. I'm so sorry. I oh, Some of my games, like, oh, down to the end, like down to the wire. You did but not I do did good? I did only pick. I've got 11 out of 16 wins. Oh, 11 so, out of 16. Okay, we're slipping. So miss, we're slipping, I know we slipping. did slip. I missed. I I incorrectly called five games. All right. So well, let's, let's start it out with. I was I will start with at least I had a good week. My Denver Broncos, they got their first win of the season. They're no longer zero and three. They're now one and three. Oh, Yay! Good. They beat the Jets thirty-seven oh, right. twenty-eight. We were actually playing poker when uh, <laughs> when that game happened. Me and you and Laura. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so when he says we were playing poker, we were playing video poker video on Poker, poker baby, Face, on... and then we had the uh, game, and then I have the game on, and I'm like, this is kind of my perfect dream. I'm gambling <laughs> with my friends on my sofa. And I'm watching my football game, and they're winning. They beat the Jets. Sorry, Baba Booey. <laughs> That's true. Yep. <laughs> and then we've got uh, so on Sunday, October fourth, we have the Arizona Cardinals twenty-one lose to the Carolina Panthers. Right, Carol Cardinals. Baskins got it. Thirty-one. Yep. And then next game, I won this game, and this is Indiana, the Indianapolis Colts. Colts. Against Chicago Bears, yep, nineteen to eleven. Got it. Okay. Jacksonville Jack Jacksonville Jaguars. I am tongued up tonight. Jacksonville Jaguars, twenty five lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, thirty three. I got that pick. You get it, the Bengals though. I did. Oh, That's sorry. what I'm saying. I got it. I know. I realized my voice made it sound like I was. Yeah, losing I it. was like, wait, I did it. I, was I got that one right. <laughs> okay. Uh, next game was Cleveland Browns, Dallas Cowboys. Yep. I picked Cleveland. They won 49-38. It was Good. score madness. Nice. I hear that. <laughs> and then next game, New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. Detroit. Lions. I picked the... I cannot believe... Pick the Lions. I picked the Lions, and New Orleans won. Oh. And I also... I did not pick the Minnesota Vikings. And if you remember, I was like, oh, week four could be a little tricky. Like these teams that haven't won, they're really going to be fighting for a win. Minnesota Vikings beat the Houston Texans for 31-23. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. On to the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle and Miami. Seattle Seahawks won 31-23. I picked Seattle. My pick was the Los Angeles, the Chargers over the uh, Patriot. no. Over Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. I lost that one. Tampa Bay came out and won 38-31. Darn it. That was a really okay. good game, too. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh Steelers with yep. Ben Raplesberger and Tennessee Titans. That game was postponed, postponed. due to mad COVID yep. in Tennessee. Yep. So we're waiting on that. Then we've got Baltimore Ravens, um, 31, Washington Racial slurs, 17. I won that so pick. So the Ravens, you won that. Got it. Give you a the little... Giants and the Chargers. I picked the Chargers, who did beat 
the Giants, 17 to 9. Wait, um, hold on just a second. The Giants versus the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams. I said Chargers. Sorry, Los Angeles Rams over New York Giants. The Giants. Rams. Oh, the Rams. Okay, you got that right. I got that right. Yep. New England Patriots, Kansas City Chiefs. That was moved to Monday. Ah. But the Chiefs pulled it out for the win. Good. You got that right. I did. Buffalo Bills, my Bills, they beat the Las Vegas Raiders 30 to 23. There you go. You got that and one. And then I picked the 49ers to beat the Philadelphia Philadelphia yep. Eagles. You they did, did not. Oh. The Eagles beat the right. Eh. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and then so the other Monday night game is we had uh, Green Bay Packers against the Atlanta Falcons, and yep. Green Bay, of course, pulled it out for the win for the Got W. That. There you go. Is that the last we're one? Move quickly into that's it. So picks week five. Here we go. All right. First game Thursday night. We have Tampa Bay Buccaneers against Chicago Bears. Tough pick for me, but Tampa Bay is on. They're on a roll, and Tom Brady is owning that team. So I'm taking Tampa Bay to beat Chicago. Okay. Got it. Here Carolina. she goes. Over the Atlanta Falcons, I'm picking Carolina to beat the Falcons. Cincinnati Bengals, who I've been a fan of, uh, to play the Baltimore Ravens, I'm taking Baltimore to beat Cincinnati. Houston Texans, oh, poor Houston. They're up there with the Jets. They need a win. I think they're going to come out, and they're going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Texans are going to win, right? The Texans are going to win. Then we've got Kansas City and the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm taking Kansas City to beat the Raiders, baby. (laughs) What was that? Denver Broncos to play the New England Patriots. Yeah. Now. You're going to pick the Broncos, So Cam Newton, for all of you cool cats and kittens, you know that Cam Newton is still out with COVID. So not only does he have his 14-day quarantine, who knows what kind of health he's going to be in. So New England played two different quarterbacks last week. So who knows who we're going to be playing. So I'm just taking Denver to win. <laughs> You're just taking Denver just because it's Denver, I'm which you should do. I'm taking Denver to win. Right. It's my team. Okay. Then we've got the uh, we've got the New York. We've got the Jets and the Arizona Cardinals. I'm taking the Jets for the win. All Come right. For that, and that is strictly for Gary Delabidi. Delabidi. show. Okay. Then next game, I've got Philadelphia Eagles over the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ben Raplisberger. I'm taking Pittsburgh for the win. Okay. Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. This is going to be a fucking great game to watch. Don't miss. Run, don't walk. I'm taking the Bills to beat the Tennessee Titans. Okay. That's going to be a really good game. All right. Then we've got the LA Rams over the Washington Racial Slurs. I'm taking the Rams for the win. Okay. Got it. Miami playing San Francisco. San Francisco coming off a loss that they're not happy with. I'm taking San Francisco to beat Miami. Oh, you think they're going to be angry. It's going to be a really good game. I've got Indianapolis Colts and the Cleveland Browns. I'm taking the Browns, even though it's if it's brown, flush it down. But I'm taking the Browns for the win. Yeah. New York Giants against Dallas Cowboys. I'm taking Dallas to beat the Giants. Oh, God. Okay. You hate Minnesota. the Cowboys, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but... I'm going to start picking for my win. <laughs> okay, yes, good. See, now you're getting strategic. <laughs> Unless it comes to the Broncos. <laughs> right. I love it. One week you did feel like bad, or not bad, but you know, did I was like, worse. Oh, but now I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> um, Minnesota Vikings, they had their win. So I don't know. If they're definitely not going to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. And just because I said that, watch them lose. But 
Russell Wilson and those Seahawks are killing it. I'm still taking Seattle over Minnesota. And then on Monday night, we've got the Los Angeles, the L.A. Chargers against the New Orleans Saints, Saints, Patriots, whoever, the the Saints. And, you know, I think this is going to be a good one, but I am enjoying watching Drew Brees lose, so I'm taking the Chargers to beat the Saints. You heard it here first. And you heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> and for all of you that can't understand what team I was calling whatever, I couldn't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, you. Think. Yeah. Is that all of them? Because I missed a couple. That I'll is, go back and fill them in. That is it. Yeah, I missed a few because I couldn't find them on my list. Now, on my list, it shows by, besides the Lions and the Packers. Like, why does it say by weeks for them? So they're just because not playing. Because they're not this playing. Week? Oh, Correct. so that's two that's two gaps that I have there. Okay, fun. All yeah, right, so, so that's that, a bye week. Do not well, start telling me about bye week. I haven't read the news week. yet, but there was some more at all. football COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know what it is yet. So this might this little uh these picks may change because Rita had said he's like, "Oh, more NFL COVID," but I don't know the details yet. I was in the debate. Right. You mean that was just breaking news. Was it really no, for real? Tonight? Yeah, no, no, no. That's what he said. So, oh, wow. I, but I haven't, I haven't gone to look. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Hattie's on a roll. She's on her way to the football. I mean, to, to the Super Bowl. I actually looked at that list of football games, and I was like, "This is like a hundred and fifty games." I don't know, see how they play this many games in a week. I still am mesmerized by the fact that there's so many. I mean, I have seven fucking pages of very narrow Excel rows of games and I'm like I just had no idea that there was this many games played but you know that should be no surprise to anyone 16 a week yeah I mean I don't see how there's 16 games played there's also only 7 days a week and if you do 2 a day that's 14 so how are you doing yeah, more but there's than... way more than 2 like at half the time there's 3 games going at one time I know because you've got east center yeah we're not it's a... yeah, exactly. no one's interested <laughs> <laughs> right except for my stupidity <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, um, there was a couple of things I found that I've been wanting to play for you uh, that I thought were pretty funny. Um, if we are if we are going to move on to like maybe something light and fun other than football, some fluffy, too. Fluffy, like little, right. Fluffy I'd like some light. fluffy. <laughs> um, there's this lady. Uh, I've got to find my little page that I set up for it. Um, but there's a lady on... The on TikTok, and I've completely lost this. Uh, this. I'm I'm sorry. Yes. On what? On TikTok, and I only know about this, and I will say, (laughs) I only know about this because, um, I'm gonna have to come back to it. I think. Oh, here it is. Uh, I only know about this because, uh, it's a guy that follows her because she's obsessed with the Real Housewives. And what this woman does is her name is Lee in NYC, L-E-I-G-H-I-N-N-Y-C. And what she does is her whole TikTok is only made to just bust the fuck out of the Real Housewives houses. (laughs) And she goes online and she finds these 360 degree tours and like goes through the whole house and the best and she's just fucking trashing it her her favorite victim is Teresa Teresa Giudice 
And, you know, I've got a bunch of clips. We don't have to sit and listen to them all, but, you know, you can go check her out yourself if you want. But I just find it hysterical because the best thing about the whole thing, it's not even the fact that she's busting the house, but she has the most soothing voice. And she's talking about everything she loves about Teresa Giudice's home. And she's talking about it in a, like she loves it, but it's a fucking massive double-decker bus of everything she's saying. <laughs> And she does Teresa Giudice, she does uh, Chateau Charest, <laughs> she does Melissa Gorga, part one, two, and I think three for Melissa Gorga, I only pulled one of them, but, but Teresa's was her first one that she ever did, and it's kind of like simple and rudimentary at the beginning, but then she realized she's like, she's got something here. I mean, it is, it's hysterical. I'm going to play a couple of these for you, and you can kind of hear what I'm talking about with her voice. It's just like, it's hysterical when she's It's like in, the girl that unwraps, that unwraps packages on, on uh, YouTube. And she just has a soothing voice that people just... Love. It's yeah. all the ASMR, yep. Yeah. Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. And the other great thing is the fact that it's like this music that plays in the background. That's like, it's like bus. I mean, it's like bus central. (laughs) Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. The liberal use of decorative gravel. This above garage balcony overlooking the gravel. And it's like over this above garage balcony. It's like, and it's like, it's all, she points out things that go nowhere or dormers um, that have windows, but there's no room there. I mean, it's just like, We're like this a balcony above gravel. Right. This <laughs> window in what appears to be a two foot high portion of the attic. The fact that the distance between every window is unique. <laughs> This column, which supports nothing. <laughs> which supports, supports nothing. nothing. <laughs> so it's just like that. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I mean, let me, I'll play more of the last ones. This is part five. So she gets better. And she kind of like, I guess that was the outside of the house. Then she goes, she gets, I guess, I don't know, a 360 of the inside. And she starts bussing the fucking shit out of the inside, too. <laughs> Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. Oh, and she says Judice different every time. Judas, Judice. <laughs> uh, it's hysterical. Part five. The variety of flooring and elevations <laughs> throughout both floors of the home. An abundance of bathroom storage. Not one. Two second floor waiting rooms outside the master suite. Oh, and they're huge. And you got to see this furniture. It is the, I mean, we were looking at Howard Stern's house and thought it was gaudy <laughs> and over the top. I mean, this shit is so bad. Unreal. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, like when like people get money and it's like, you really kind of see it with like mob houses, which, you know, these allegedly are, uh, you know, these people like just have no idea how to spend money and like what the fuck they're doing (laughs) and it's just like they want one of everything that looks like they have money and it's just like it's completely mismatched and it's like ugly as fuck gold and browns and shit like that it's it's maroon yeah maroon brick red oh yes big time deep forest green that's kind of what this lady is bussing is like (laughs) you know it's like they don't have like one type of architectural detail they want all the architectural, Every, detail. all of it. It's like the column that supports nothing. 
And it's like this six layers of crown molding. Yeah, <laughs> right. And the, the the unique spacing between each window. It's because like absolute fucking waste of money. Total waste of money. Reasons I love Chateau Charest. Chateau Charest. <laughs> the light and airy construction. Unwavering patronage of the stucco industry. Right, because it's <laughs> stucco the everywhere. rear facade. The courageous choice to put a two-story window in a one-story room. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a one-story room, and this it's this window that you can... T- it goes... They've carved out the wall to go around a two-story window, and you can't even see out it. I mean, it's the most tacky shit you've ever seen. I have to go. I've got to go watch Oh, you got to go watch them. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I won't like play anymore. If you can go look for them. Uh, but let me just l- listen to the way she says Tradisha Judice on these. So hold on. I'll go back. This is the first one. Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. So Judas's home. This Isn't one. Isn't that a, the wrong, correct, correct pronunciation of Judas? I, I, I think it's, I, I think thought it was Judas, but then I started to hear Judice. Maybe she changed it. She wants it to be whatever sounds the most Italian. Right. Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. She said Judas there again. Okay, I think this part three is where she changes it. Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. No, part four. (laughs) Reasons I love Teresa Judice's. Judice. <laughs> right, you know, that's it's a like bus, too. That's a total bus in this last like, one. Reasons I love Teresa Judice's home. Right, so see, she says Judice there. So Judas, right. Ju- <laughs> I want to know what it is. I know. Because <laughs> when you first said that, I was like, it's Judice. And I was like, oh, wait, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Yeah, I actually don't know what it is. Um, I will, you know. I don't know what she is. I don't know so what she that's is. Fine. Uh, a criminal? <laughs> Uh, that's what she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's a little... I thought you would enjoy that because you're like one of those fucking TikTokers. What's her name? Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Oh, in, sorry. In NYC. Lee in New, I, I've got it. I already wrote it down. I'm going to yeah. check her out. Lee in New York City. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, it's just... It's the whole combination. She's got the formula figured out. The, the soothing music, the soothing voice, but she's just fucking busting the fuck out that's, of shit. That's great. So many of them do that now, like do 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 yeah on those TikToks. Right. Can you hear me yet? I'm sitting here looking at you, and I'm like, you know what? I'm so hate to say it, but I'm looking at it with the time, and I'm like, should we be done? Because you know what? This is what I'm talking about when the music cuts out and I can't hear it. I'm like, it's just like I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, I don't know if we'll we'll see in the final product. I mean, this is pulling the curtain back. We love to pull the curtain back here at WGRL. It's kind of what we do. Maybe that's going to be the name. Hey, pull the curtain back. Yeah, like let's work through all of our technical problems. Either they bore the fucking shit out of you. I'm like, which we just did. We'll see. Maybe only thirty minutes of boredom tonight. Right. They all can't be winners, people. They all can't be winners. All right. Well, the first night I've been able to hear myself, Neil can't hear me. <laughs> yeah, right. Heidi can hear herself, but I can barely hear her. But we're going to fix all this. We're going to come back better and stronger than ever. A couple of things I just wanted to say that I'm looking forward to in the coming weeks. One is the Apple iPhone event that is going to happen next week on October 12th. 
That is going to be a Tuesday. Seven. What's today? The seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and twelfth. It's on a Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Oh, it's the 8th. Yeah, it's on my calendar. So uh, my iPhone is cracked. That's the first iPhone oh I've my ever God. dropped, and I broke the Stop. back of it. Stop. Look. And I literally just cracked my iPhone last week. Oh, really? Yeah. It I mean, hasn't been cracked in two years. Yeah, I'm pissed. But I'm looking forward to the new phone coming out, even though it probably won't be released officially until like November or December because of COVID and shipping delays. But... I am very excited about that. I'm also excited. This is a programming note for everyone out there. Uh, We have a special guest who is going to be arriving to the WGRL studios here in New York City on October 22nd on her birthday. Is Miss Heidi Holting will be joining us here on home base. She is flying in from Denver. We are going to record live and in person. We have bits planned. I'm writing. We're thinking of ideas. We've got... So much excitement. It's going to be so much fun. Gretchen's going to be here. Her sister and Lur's going to be here. And we're going to set up the microphones. We've got some great bits. It's going to be fabulous. I mean, we won't have to worry about like, um, we've lost New York. Correct. We've lost Denver. (laughs) No, we're going to be in the same room. (laughs) I'll be able to control everything, which is what I like. I will so be in charge <laughs> of all of the electronical equipment. Hadi will just you need can to sit scream there and at me talk. in person, and right. you can like smack my hands. Don't touch that fucking knob. <laughs> but Hadi and, and I are so when sit. you hear a really great show in January, just know it was recorded in October. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now we're gonna put them out as soon as we do them. No, I think. of course. Yeah. Um, and hey, no. we're on Spotify now, people. We are. There's a few episodes there. You know, I looked um, yesterday when we were texting about it. And it shows that it's still processing. So hmm. four episodes have processed and are live, but it still shows when I go look at the playlist that I put on the RSS feed, it shows that they're still processing. So I'm not really sure. I may try to like relink it. Um, but again, more technical difficulties that is just stultifyingly boring to people that I will not continue on with. That being said. And there. <laughs> that's fair. It is. Um well, we always leave a little music, and I do have a little song that I found. So when I was at Henry and Wayne's last week, we or when we were at Henry and Wayne's last week, me and Lur and a couple other people, there was this great remix of Caribbean Queen that came on by Billy Ocean. And so I found uh, one. It's not the one that came on, but it's one that's pretty good. And I was like, oh, this would be fun to play on the show because it's such a great fucking song just in general. And you're probably laughing at me for some reason because it's Caribbean Queen. Because I would never expect you to say that ever in my Are whole you serious? entire life. I know, ever. You, you totally so looked at me like that. I, like what? I know. It's funny. I actually, before you play that, I did have this thought the other day. Of course, while I was walking, I'm like, you know what? You have always said to me, like, I, you're like, you have so many lives that I don't even fucking know about and shit that you've done. And I was thinking... I don't know that we've ever really shared music like from growing up other than like we've got our DJs and stuff that we love, but like different, like you saying how much like Caribbean queen, I'm like, (laughs) who are you? The aliens have taken over Manhattan, but like there's just stuff like in music that we have never talked about, which I think is kind of funny. Like I was listening to a Spotify, um, playlist that a friend of mine put together for his wife for his birthday and they were and I like was singing every song like at the top of my lungs and it was 
60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And it was all, I'm like, I wonder if Neil even knows any of this. I probably Which do. I just thought was funny. Oh, I bet you do. Yeah. But I it's mean, just something that we've never really talked about. Yeah, I mean, you know that when it comes to like a, a circuit party or any kind of a dance party, whether it's at a wedding or what, I cannot stand like disco themed stuff. I, I, I get it. I listen <laughs> I to the music. I, I know it all. But like, I don't know. It just has to have a certain sound. And I am kind of all over the place. I mean, you I'm know about my place. like Pink Floyd and my like classic rock like that that I love. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, my stuff like from like the 90s, like grunge era that we really connect on that. Like, I know, the, which I thought was funny when I first heard about that. I was like, huh? I know. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, it really is cool. like, I guess the stuff that I think you'd be surprised about is like the 80s. Like I used to buy these 80s compilation CDs of like 80s oh, music. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. For like... For a penny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it was like thirteen ninety nine back in the day. Oh, I know. But, you know when you had your CD player in the car? Remember when you had to put Absolutely. The, when you had to take the tape and put it yeah. into the tape player and play tape it player on your walk To play the CD. Yes. That was so <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the, yellow, the yellow Sony. Oh, yeah. But oh, that was God. a little tiny bit before me, I think. The yellows. Probably. I, someone, someone put. But I remember when there was like a when I got my first six CD changer in the car. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm wealthy!" Oh right. Wait, <laughs> was it in the trunk? Yes, I've had one in the oh, trunk right. and on the dash. On the dash. Oh my god, when I got my Acura and I had the six CD changer, I was like, "On the dash." Damn, Gina, <laughs> this is insane. You're like, I don't ever have to get out of my car. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I still had like fifty CDs in a binder in my in my armrest. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. 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 <laughs> so I always and I love this so much. Rita loves what Rita loves, and that's and it, there's a variety, but. When he was driving the Subaru, when he had the Outback, he never changed the CDs. So, like in two years, oh my God. there was only six CDs that <laughs> ever played. And I was like, "Do that you sounds- not have anything else?" He's like, "I really like these." I'm like, "Okay, then it's fine." That's Prince, so Ice Tea. Ice Cube. I mean, Notorious. It's just hilarious. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That sounds just like Rita. I would expect that. <laughs> right. Uh, and he looks at me like, I don't have a problem with it. I'm happy. I'm like, I, you're right. That's exactly it. Fine. Yeah. This is your car. I will not fuck with your CDs. <laughs> CDs. Oh, my God. CDs. That was. And I'm talking thing. this was like last year. <laughs> yeah. Right. This was not like 10 years ago when Heidi met Rita. yeah oh my god all right well let me blow your socks off with my (laughs) choice of song i guess (laughs) i mean i'm I'm surprising at every every turn i guess (laughs) but you know it has that chill sound we like it's just a little house about this think about sitting on super paradise beach in mykonos greece let this take you there take you back I've been there right now. Are you going to say your signature goodbye? If I heard the music. <laughs> you got to say, see you on the dance floor. I, you always say that. I uh, know, and I will. You okay. didn't give me a minute. I was just I'll... getting into the music I couldn't hear. <laughs> see you on the dance floor.
She touched my me in painted on. 